Hey guys, real quick, before we get started, I have a small request. If you've been blessed by our content and you like this show, would you take just a brief moment and leave us a five-star review? This is quite possibly the most effective thing that you can do to ensure that this content gets out to as many people as possible. Thanks. Jesus said, man cannot live on bread alone, but from every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. You're listening to Daily Truth. Look at Romans chapter 3, verse 23 through 26. The Bible says this, For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Pause there for a moment. What we see in our liturgy, we use this Lord's Day after Lord's Day after Lord's Day. After confessing our sins together corporately as a church, we then receive an assurance of pardon. And the text that we primarily use with that assurance of pardon is 1 John chapter 1, verses 8 and 9. Now, verse 9 reads, really gets to God's pardon and forgiveness and cleansing for his people when they confess their sins to him in faith, right? It says that if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. That's 1 John chapter 1 verse 9. But verse 8 says, if we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. And that's vital, that's the, the preface for the forgiveness of sins, right? This quintessential verse, 1 John chapter 1, verse 9. If we confess our sins, there's only one condition. Confess your sins, and implicit in that is confessing your sins in faith. It's not a, a, a Harry Potter spell. It's not some, some ritual. It's not if I just, if I just say the words in the, the exact right sequence with the correct pronunciation, then I'll receive the forgiveness of sin. No, implicitly what it is is confessing your sins in faith, in faith, with saving faith, which is a gift that comes from God, trusting in Christ, trusting in his finished work at Calvary, trusting in the sufficiency of his sacrifice as a substitute, the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Insofar as we confess our sins with faith each Lord's Day and throughout the week, but especially on the Lord's Day when we gather together, insofar as you confess your sins with faith, you are forgiven. You are forgiven, and not only forgiven, but you are cleansed from all unrighteousness. Every single person, every single Lord's Day who has faith in Christ is forgiven as they confess their sins to him with contrition, with humility, and trusting in the sufficiency of his sacrifice. That's it, faith in Christ. But what we see right before that is the reality that we all have sin to confess, so yes, if you confess your sins, with faith you are forgiven. But there's kind of this, this extra unwritten condition to that. I need to confess, I need to believe, right? That, that if I believe in my heart, if I profess with my mouth, confess with my mouth and believe in my heart that Jesus is Lord, that, that I will be saved. So there's a, two components there. There's belief and there's also this confession. But, but that also implies another condition, which is I have to acknowledge that I have something that needs to be forgiven. I have to acknowledge that I have sin. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. That's 1 John chapter 1, verse 8. Romans 3, it's the same concept, the same principle. All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. I believe I said this either last week or perhaps it was two weeks ago, but in 1 Timothy, 
the Apostle Paul, he talks about, he says, this is a saying that is trustworthy and true, that Christ died for sinners, of which I am the foremost. And one of the things that we see in that, if nothing else, is that if you're not a sinner, then Jesus is not your Savior. This saying is trustworthy and true. Christ died for pretty good people. No. Nope. Christ died for victims. No. Nope. Christ died for those who are working to save the environment? No. Christ died for those who vote Republican? No. Christ died for sinners. And Paul continues to say, of which I am the foremost. There's only one class, one category, one group of people that the Lord Jesus went to Calvary for. Sinners. And if we deny the reality of our sin, we deny the promise of his salvation. We will not have Christ as our Savior if we will not, in contrition, in humility, in confession, admit that we need saving, that we are sinners, that all have fallen short of the glory of God. Thanks so much for listening. But real quick, before you go, do us a small favor, take a moment, and leave us a five-star review if you enjoyed the show. This is undoubtedly the best way that you can help us get this biblically faithful content to as many people as possible. Thanks so much.